ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, so welcome to another episode of Thoughts on Films. My name is Fikri, and I am here with Eza Mahmood. Hello, Eza. Assalamualaikum. Hi. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, thanks. What about you? How are you doing, doing today? I'm doing this, sir. Uh, it's a chill day. It's the weekend. So we went out for the dog, and then... Malas nak masak, balik beli McDonald's. <laughs> Ironic, mm. lepas daging, terus beli McDonald's. Uh, and, uh, yeah, balik. Um, just a fairly relaxing day lah, tak buat apa. Oh, that's just lovely. That's just a perfect <laughs> Sunday. And it is a Sunday today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the date of our recording is the 25th of July. Uh, so do bear that in mind because today, the 25th of July, is also the final day of the mini film fest in uh, University Malaysia Sarawak. Woo! Yay! Yes, and that is essentially what we are going to be talking about in today's episode. We are going to be taking a closer look at a number of films that has been selected uh, for the open category nomination. Um, mm. Not all of them. There's actually a total of 10. So we're not going to go through all 10 in this episode. But we will have covered all 10 in a variety of other ways. So there's mm-hmm. going to be a post about a number of them where I'm looking at a specific number of uh, films there. And then in the past, we have also somewhat accidentally covered films that ended up being nominated for this festival. So if you remember, for instance, as a, the mm. episode that we did on Burung Burung by Anwar Johari Ho. Oh, yes, I remember that one. Yes, so, so that was an episode of our Thoughts on Films podcast. That film is also nominated in the open category, but because we have talked about it a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to bang <laughs> on about it anymore. <laughs> so apologies to Anwar and his team, <laughs> but I'm sure he'll be all right with that because we are going to take a closer look at three other films that we've not covered in other ways throughout mm-hmm. our coverage of the festival um, so far. So just a brief introduction about the festival here. We are looking essentially at the 17th edition of the longest running short film festival in Malaysia, which is I think if the festival, exactly, if the festival is a person, they can start driving lessons and and whatnot, right? 17, again? True. Mm, That's right. 17. Uh, So that's a good thing. Uh, well done to the team. The team that we're talking about here, essentially the students and academics of the cinematography program, as I mentioned earlier, University Malaysia Sarawak or UNIMAS. And it's actually, uh, there's also another first because in 2020, it was the first Malaysian on-site film festival that migrated online entirely to its worldwide audiences. So, yeah, this is of course because of COVID-19 last year and, Mm -hmm. you know, life came to a lockdown but it did not come to a stop uh, and this is one of those uh, examples having said that I think it's a matter of timing it's, about, mm. it's just a few weeks before the Sea Shorts Film Festival and last oh. year Sea Shorts also went online um, at the same time essentially so I think that 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 claim to fame of being the first Malaysian on-site film <laughs> festival too, like, itu luck dia juga lah <laughs> in terms of the timing but all the same good effort uh, and it's the format that they have maintained for this year's edition as well which I greatly appreciate because it allowed us to actually mm. take in some of the films that quite frankly in the past we may have had to be in Sarawak ourselves mm. I wouldn't mind that actually but you know 
personal circumstances make things a little bit more difficult. Um, so now we're going to push all of that aside and we are going to take a closer look at a film entitled Tempat Letak Kereta. This will be the first of three films that we will be taking a closer look at in today's episode. Uh, mm. This is a film directed by Fridaus Balam and Hanan Said, or also written by Fridaus Balam, uh, and also edited by Fridaus Balam. <laughs> this man is on a roll. <laughs> uh, the, the cinematographer is Aaron Lee, and uh, the cast, we will get a bit more into the cast uh, mm. in a short while, um, because I'll introduce them as, as we go along uh, mm. in, in describing the story. Um and uh, Fridas also interestingly has another film in this festival entitled Bagan, which featured in the students' category, um, uh, category lah, uh, and he represented mm. MMU in that case. So, um. so that's great. That's great. Okay. This is uh, again, um, he's a man on a roll, uh, a man on a mission. And in <laughs> in this particular case, uh, the story of the Pantak Creator. This is the official synopsis. In a public housing flat in Johor Bahru. A nine-year-old girl, Safia, who is portrayed by Lentik, encounters hilarious individualistic adults who take advantage of other people for their benefits while waiting for her mother at an empty parking spot. So, the key adults we're looking at here are John, Justin and Loga, I think essentially playing as themselves because their screen name is the same as their real name. So, True. I guess... I guess, you know, it's just a matter of, hey, you guys are free, come <laughs> act in my film. So, so there's plenty going on here. And mm. certain bits are indeed hilarious. Uh, but before I get to my own thoughts and feelings on this film, Ezra, I just want to know a bit more about what you think about Tempat Letak Kereta. Um, first and foremost, I think the title Tempat Letak Kereta is such a unassuming, like, hmm, it got me thinking right away. Tempat letak kereta as the title kan dia macam as straightforward as straightforward as um, you know a place tempat letak kereta mm. <laughs> tapi macam it's it's how the story or how the mundanity of the title doesn't affect the <coughs> the story or the bits and pieces in the story that I feel very interesting macam um, I watched the film twice and I feel like macam highly relatable uh, especially this sebab dia setting dia macam dekat Johor so like a community in uh, Johor perhaps and uh, boleh di uh, replicates in uh, everywhere in Malaysia mm. and um, yeah I I like the little little things that um, the director Mr Firdaus yang dimasukkan or uh, a lot of them like I feel like macam underbelly kick tapi <laughs> Very mm. subtle and um, there's a few moments I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, now it's on screen and it's being portrayed that way. Macam it got me thinking macam, hmm. I was in the same situation a couple of times. Macam, hmm. Mm. So, yes. yeah, that's my that's my first uh, prior uh, interpretation and uh, reflection of the film. Yes, actually, I do need to note here. Uh, two things. Number one, mm, the, di- mm. the, di- the film also has another director, Hanan Said. So, we got to mention Hanan. that in case you just mentioned. Sorry, Hanan. And the second point is that, I, you know, I, I put down in my notes here, low-cost mm. flats 
equals parking is hellacious. Nacai <laughs> parking tu memang, you know, when you live in this in this kind of places, the, you know, the the most stressful. Sometimes I, I suppose it can be stressful. So basically, you do have a lot of these flats, and you do have a certain amount of parking space allocated to okay. people living there. But of mm. course, over time, you know, you have kids, your kids grow up and whatnot, and people start to have their own uh, movement uh, in, mm-hmm. in their daily lives and they get their own cars. So, you know, what it may, maybe when they were originally built, there was enough parking space for perhaps one car per unit. Mm. But then okay. over time, we're looking at two, maybe even three cars per unit. And mm. and so I think in, in many cases... In many situations uh, across Malaysia, you do see a lot of this same thing, whereby memang nak na parking tu kita kena fikir dua tiga kali juga lah, <laughs> like uh, how you want to place it and whatnot. In, mm-hmm. in some places too, much you, you can park it in just just the right spot where <laughs> you're kind of in the way, but you're not in the way. If the other person mm-hmm. is smart enough, so so parking is hellacious, absolutely, and you do need <laughs> to kind of really uh, state your claim. Just like uh, Sophia did, Mak disuruh dia duduk kat tempat tu kan. That was that was smart. That was just absolutely brilliant. <laughs> it's just wonderful. Um, then dia pun macam ikut je kan. Just dia macam innocently macam <laughs> Mak suruh tunggu sini, okay. <laughs> exactly, a human traffic cone. <laughs> It's terrible. But you also see other moments, you know, in addition hmm. to the the whole parking situation. I think some in some of the earlier shots of the film mm. there, there's a scene where ada sampah yang dijatuhkan from the oh. upper floor for instance so yes um, I think you know I, I just find all of this actually quite I mean on screen lah I think it's interesting mm-hmm. in real life of course it's terrible you don't you don't mm-hmm. like it you know but, in, but mm-hmm. on screen I just like how we are becoming more open with mm-hmm. how a lot of our films are exploring this I mean in short films we, we have films like Highway by Chia Chisum And uh, I think sometimes, sometimes also by uh, Jackie Yap um, mm. earlier this year uh, also yep. had similar scenes where they're looking at, they, I think the community was trying to see much like, who is damaging the car parked in this one spot. Yeah. So, mm. so I thought it was interesting as well. And even in the mainstream um, film, like Mugira by Adrian Teh, I think that was two years ago, oh. three years ago maybe. So that was more mm. of an action film big budget kind of mainstream uh, Malaysian film but yeah. even the setting is actually in the si- in a similar low cost architecture uh, context that we see mm-hmm. portrayed in uh, tempat parking apa? tempat letak kereta mm-hmm. tempat letak kereta tempat letak kereta yeah. yes so it's um, we're seeing more and more of this and to be honest with you I personally really like seeing more <laughs> of this so-called reality put on screen True as well so mm-hmm. so it really does feel like macam apa I also write here macam a slice of everyday life mm. macam uh, apa orang buta yang jual tisu tu I mean what do, what do you think about that is this something that still happens uh, I mean up until the lockdown last year is this something that is still fairly common in I Malaysia I think this is this is the one that I re- highly uh, apa find myself relate to tapi macam uh, to me I when I like macam kita kesian kan there's like a fitrah in us a nature like mm. macam it's natural for us to rasa kesiannya tapi macam uh, you have to be a bit clever juga if like let's say you, you know whenever 
for me lah personally macam whenever I feel like oh ada orang ada permintaan sedekah macam tu I really look and analyze jugaklah macam in this film it's portrayed as like a young ish woman hmm. uh, and because they're in uh, macam all of them uh, John Justin dengan Logan tengah sibuk cari kunci yang hilang tu so they didn't really pay attention and hmm. dia macam bagi je so I think that's that's uh, I mean a lot a lot of it I feel like macam betul lah if I were to tengah risau kunci hilang kan like, macam I don't really pay attention macam ah, cepat-cepat je terus uh, yeah. bagi and tanpa uh, I think it's good that these three young men macam has that positiveness yang uh, kita kurang appreciate macam the fact that they help Uh, orang lintas jalan Orang buta lintas jalan hmm. Sedekah And then And we help another um, Someone Who is uh, Disabled Ataupun Special Onto the wheelchair And I I find that Macam oh okay Walaupun dia orang nampak Macam just Budak-budak biasa je But these are the things That That Ticks the box Yang macam Oh okay These are little things That we as a Malaysian Or as fellow community member appreciate and and mm. I like how it was subtly portrayed in um this film and one thing to note as well that macam it's such a uh comment uh onto or towards uh, the mediocre or the middle class lower class uh, community tau like how mm. you know if you like for instance if you're in a condo or in a Uh, high rise yang memang you have to pay for the parking sini it's free if it's free lah nampak macam semua orang just orang yang duduk dekat situ it's not gated you know everyone can park anywhere um, and I mean any everyone or anyone can park at the parking area satu and then how they just double park and <laughs> tak letak handbrake so that if Uh, <laughs> ada nak keluar ke apa they can just tolak the car so like macam if you don't if you're in that community it's just part of part of you know what comes with it for instance if you're because I grew up in <coughs> this kind of flats all my life mm. mana kata in Penang as well as when, our, when we were renting in Wang Semaju so these are the community that we live in tapi one thing bagus ialah Uh, the management that is assigned whether they they're doing their job or not tapi alhamdulillah macam all all um, the places that I've lived on yang macam ada this low cost flats very clean the, main, uh, the maintenance uh, jaga elok uh, hmm. seorang tak buang sampah merata-rata so yeah but yeah I remember macam bila buka je bila tengok je the uh, short film When hmm. the scene where the boy or I don't know someone a man buang the sampah, it, it takes right back to I remember vividly. T, eh, is it RTM? Ada satu iklan jangan buang sampah uh, dari flat like very prominent. Selalu keluar when I was growing up. I only always watch this RTM uh, advertisement. I'm not sure you have. Uh, watch it or not Tapi macam ada seorang pakcik Jalan Lepas tu tiba-tiba Ada sampah jatuh Atas kepala dia And then oh. dia naik ke atas <laughs> Dia naik ke atas Rupanya yang buat sampah tu Is the family member Lepas tu macam uh, And and uh, I think it's an in, It's an uh, Reflection to That iklan jugalah And It's You know Because it's 
slice of life kind of theme so it doesn't happen in vacuum and things like this happen so this is uh, clever of Firdaus and Hanan to you know point out macam just to get people attention macam oh hmm. itu buat sampah dari tingkat atas tapi actually macam everyone has that stereotypical mindset macam ah tak impossible lah this is possible and you know things like this can happen so I think that's It's nicely. It's it's like like I agree with you completely. Macam all these things, yang sebelum ni macam mungkin orang segan-segan nak cakap ke, but you know, it's being portrayed in a film. Macam what way? Uh, I think this is a good expression lah. Mana kata the the filmmakers really uh, wanting to say something about it and they put it in the film, perhaps. Okay, absolutely. You know, there's a certain familiarity that is very natural everything that that mm-hmm. happens in front of the camera feels like it's very well organized and very well directed and i think that's a good thing because and and that good thing i think comes from a certain familiarity that they have so it could very well be that if it's not mm. if it's not Fridaus himself maybe Hanan himself uh, the, uh, one of the other directors you know they perhaps have some experience um, of this context maybe mm. and just try to think as well macam trying to shoot a film like this in a in a location like that you really have to know the people there and you have to know mm. you got you got to know how to like really manage and control the area nak atur apa um shooting and what not um nak kena nego dengan management um because as okay. i said earlier you know this you're shooting in 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 a place where space is at a premium Mm. And then you kind of really need to make sure that you are working within uh, the fixed schedule, even if the management allow for it. You know, mm. you got you got to be done sebelum orang balik dari kerja kan, because that's when Betul. a lot more people <laughs> be taking up more of the parking spots. So exactly. So uh, yeah, you got to be familiar with that context if you're going to pull it off. So I think that's something that they definitely did, um, which is a, a good thing. So. So yeah, well done to the team. Uh, just a couple more notes I want to make about the film before we move on to the next one. I think earlier on as well, somebody said something about uh, the SPM certification, which is the Malaysian High School Certificate Certification, basically. Um, uh, and he said something about how, I mean, they, they were talking about how they don't have enough money. And he said, eh, you already have SPM, right? You know, I, feel, I <laughs> felt like, macam, number one is trying to say that maybe the SPM is not really enough to really secure mm. something that is bountiful for your, either yourself okay. or for your family but every time every single time I hear of SPM in a Malaysian film in any shape or form I always think of Mamat Khalid's Zombie Kampu Pisang um, <laughs> I think I've told you about this before mm. um, and perhaps for the listeners who may not know about this it's just something that, that brings me back to the film because there's a character in mm. that film who is a, I think a medical assistant perhaps and then he You know, the zombies basically, uh, the zombies are attacking Kampung Pisang. Everybody's scared and whatnot. And then he's giving all these really silly ideas. But every time he does so, even though they're silly, people look at him and they said, Huh, betul tu cakap dia. Lagipun, dia ada SPM. <laughs> so, so I always feel macam, if you want to talk about Perli, um, as, as uh, only Mamat Khalid can do, I think that is the... the the typical pearly mm-hmm. that that you know that is a very peak is a peak pearly that you can find in a Mama Kadi <laughs> film, and he does a lot of this in in his other films. But mm-hmm. yeah, every time I hear SPM, I always think back to to that. So 
but that's a good thing. I appreciate that <laughs> on that level. Um, I think overall, a very good film. Uh, there's plenty going on here that's mm. worth checking out. I think we mentioned earlier, normal scenes that we see every day, slices of life being put on screen. Uh, the kid herself pun, Sophia, macam, yeah, I think the, the, Sophia is the only one who's very <laughs> true and honest. Everybody else, banyak bohong. <laughs> I wrote down there, this is also a note that I put down in my notes uh, in our, our discussion. Banyak bohong, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, but that's uh, not great. Yeah. Yeah, if I were to add, kan, macam initially, like there is also when um the a small scene, je, when they push away the car, yang double park tu, when I think <coughs> I don't know personally, but because I'm married to a Johor Indian family, and mm. mula-mula I don't understand, tapi macam adik, my husband pernah cakap macam oh orang Johor memang ada this style of macam ni gangster bukanlah gangster I won't say tapi macam melawak kasar sikit sebab macam when uh, dia perli balik tu dia kata nak tolak ke mana ni kak macam oh tolak je sampai longkang depan tu <laughs> macam oh klasik Johor respond uh, so yeah that's that's why that's uh, one thing that I notes and um, I think the the ending of the films also also macam has a little punch juga macam when uh, uh, Safia is the like like you said the one the honest and the truthful one yang macam uh, make us think like you know the facilities of the OKU untuk parking tu dijadikan kedai makan is, is it even allowed or mm. yeah that got, it got me thinking lah and ada uh, satu like I like the fact that this film has so many things like macam so many little topics that they touch Contohnya that I I write down here macam uh, hide, food hygiene like one of the boy macam he was spitting on the side and then Luga tadi oh, yes, right. <laughs> so I'm like oh that's a comment about food hygiene and then <laughs> kan like macam uh, yang tu satu <laughs> uh, and I I like it like what simple just sin it's not even like it's just like half part of the you know diet um, scene makan tu and and mm. how like in the beginning they just um it's just dialogue where we can see off screen the voice perhaps Justin and um siapa nama John was talking about how uh either of them tak sure I think perhaps Justin. I'm not sure, perhaps you juga yang uh. the older brother come and send the mother to his house uh. because he is the one to take care of uh, the mother anymore. So, macam old age, um, our parents uh, punya nila when they're older, nak, nak jaga semua tu and uh, and uniquely, today is on the 25th of um, July is actually Parents' Day. Tapi sebab yang it, it, it came out on my calendar and I google, oh, apparently South Korea and America celebrate Parents' Day. So, today is Parents' Day. So, and it connects to give a sense of meaning jugalah macam how we should appreciate our parents and mm. when they're old and, and the cycle continues. Like, if we, <clears throat> like, we will one day, inshallah, become older. So, we're going to take care of us and stuff like that. So, mm. yeah, kudos to 
the directors and the team. I I really enjoy watching this short film. Alright, good stuff. I think that's all there is uh, to be said on that film. Um, yeah, thanks very much for that, Ezra. Nak keluar now, we are going to be talking a little bit more about the next film, and that is a film entitled Dalang's Tale, an animation written and directed by Irwan Junaidi, Maizura Abbas, and Atika Muhammad Abu Bakar. Um, and Atika is also the person responsible for the production design. Uh, also involved in the animation, so it feels very much like it is an Attica film more than anything else. Um, <laughs> original music is by Andrew Bong, and there's a lot of going, a lot of stuff going on here. Um, I, I'm going to read the official synopsis, and then I'm going to share a bit more about my um, slight confusion. Okay, mm. so the official mm-hmm. synopsis here it says that two stories intertwine. One of a workaholic father and his growing impatience with his young son as they make their way to a Wayankulit show, and the other of a man who dotes on his son but secretly inflicts abuse, acts of abuse on his wife before he disappears after a violent incident. Now, dun dun dun, indeed. <laughs> I watched the film, mm. and then after that, I looked for the synopsis. To be honest, it felt like it's kind of one story. Um, much um you know different parts, different mm. maybe different timelines perhaps and whatnot, but it felt more like it's actually one story that you know the so-called workaholic father in one story and then the um, the man who inflicts abuse father. on his wife mm. and whatnot. I think that I felt like it's both one and the same character in the story. I just wonder whether this is just me being confused or or, or perhaps you felt the same way as well, Ezra. Uh, after watching the film, I feel like it's a different timeline, but shares mm. the same uh, character. Meaning, the father or the workaholic father was uh, the child in the abused <coughs> storyline, the abusive father storyline. So mm. it connects it that way. So that's that's what I I conclude mm. at the end of the film. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Um, and I mean, both I I would imagine so. are valid interpretations <laughs> at least to make myself feel better <laughs> so so we're going to stick mm. with that um, also it must be noted that this is a follow up <laughs> to Batik Girl which a number of years ago was incredibly well received online um, Irwan Irwan basically led the film on that front and I think that one is also about a family thing which oh. there's something about I can't remember now off the top of my head I feel like it's like maybe mm-hmm. the father mm. is not around so so it feels like Irwan has a ah. tendency to touch on these issues of perhaps maybe what we can call a kind of broken family. Um, although to be honest, I, I prefer mm. not calling it that because I just think, you know, different families will have their own different configurations. Again. So to say that oh, mm. a broken family is like this, Macham, it kind of implies that there's only one model that works. So, so that's something mm. I, I kind of wanted to put out there. But we're going to come back to the film here. I this to be honest with you absolutely shocking mm. uh, on, on, on many levels uh, it's an animated film mm. ladies and gentlemen so True. a lot of what's going on in this animated context of course we do have to uh, bear in mind you know there's the creativity involved in portraying mm. certain events that may be real in real life but still even in, in me watching this 
I just felt like there's you know the the, the topic of domestic abuse, this continuing mm. cycle of violence. It's number one is of course a very serious issue, but the second True. being uh, my my thoughts and feelings on the matter in the in the context as well, absolutely shocking as well. Like, I did not when you start to watch this, I just did not think mm. of how the story might turn out. Um, you know, there's this one scene where the 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 father um, was was being very abusive, um, mm. and then you start to see him like much. I'm taking bits from the mother, like he he punched a hole in her, and he took out mm. maybe her heart or something, and then he puts it inside himself. And I mean, the first thing that I think of is like too much. I'm feeling Bruce Lee, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of kung fu films where the character is so terror you know mm-hmm. they, they they beat the other person by punching through their chest and then you know pulling out their, their still beating heart and then you get a close up of the <gasps> heart while still beating in their face and then muka dia macam so that's a bit of what I thought about as well but still I think so this, just this scene would bring me back to I remember the Mel Gibson uh, film Apocalypse Yang Apokalipto Oh Apokalipto yang Yes that's right Yeah Oh the Incan The Incan got Keluarkan the jantung And it's too beating <laughs> so, Yeah Incan or Mayan That's my Is it Incan? Oh I'm not sure Oh my god I have to check uh, It's too different kan I'm... Oh yeah It is different <laughs> okay. it's, it's, We're gonna need We're gonna need to Quickly google this uh, <laughs> I'll let you google that Ezra uh, While I've done <laughs> yes. for a bit um, So the film yep. I mean, the, the the other side of this is also how um, the father seems like a, mm. a good person to the outside world. You know, immediately when when they step outside on the way through the Wayang Kulit show, you see much mm. of a positive image of the father. Which, um, uh, you know, he's, he's taking his son to the theater, but he still also is quite controlling. He's prioritizing himself. Like he's still talking on the phone, presumably about work. Um, mm. And then there's another bit where we see uh, something that the son did that he would just pick up the koya koya. It's um, it's I think a shadow play or wine kulit figurine, and Mm-mm-mm. he picked it up and he just tore it up. And I just wrote here in my notes, "Sial betul." I mean, <laughs> no other way to describe how I feel Mm-mm-mm. about that scene. So, so I think I have vamped enough. Um, is it Incan or Mayan? Oh, it's Mayan. It's Mayan. It's oh, Mayan. Oh, it's good that we got did it right. I, did I say Incan? I said, eh, did I say Mayan? I I, <laughs> you said Incan. But oh, it's okay. okay. It's all so good. It's, this is where we Mayan. learn. This yes, is where we learn. True. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I feel like this film, I really like the style of it. It has this aged paper, coffee, spilled color to it that I feel like really, uh, macam, it's, an homage to a nostalgia or a flashback to what we feel or mm. macam what melancholy oldies would look like or feel like or at least that's that's for me lah oh, yes. and um, I really like this the style of the animation macam how um, dia punya it has this drop frame feeling macam it's smooth but it has this drop drop frame feeling lah because I'm, I'm I'm used to editing and when it's drop film dia rasa macam 
fractured sikit lah the the story so i i take that as a foreshadow although perhaps it's a technical thing but it's foreshadow of the um problems or challenges that the character akan face eventually mm. throughout the film and and i'm glad that i i i it it's a very emotional film for an animation to to have um that that um gut wrenching to i feel like macam oh berjaya lah in terms of uh, and the film is effective in that way and mm. um the topic is not an easy topic it's a, it's a, it's about the domestic abuse and and to have it uh, to to be carrying that topic for for this kind of film and still make it um intertwine with uh, the present time and perhaps the uh, memories or the pastimes that the character might face i think it's a very clever way of telling about the cycle of you know these things doesn't end if you or perhaps you are a victim of you know abuse and if you don't stop continuing if you don't stop at your time it will continue the cycle will continue so so i sebab macam i noticed the uh, present time and the the past time macam how the present time dia tak dia tak tak tunjuk yang dia pukul dia macam sergah dia marah and the boy or anak dia tu terjatuh sendiri macam tu sebab he just raise the hand tapi dia tak macam there's no motion of like memukul and what hmm. uh, macam itulah that's what i saw and what i feel and um and also the play of because it's just it's it's is it more considered monotone kan tapi macam it's just a dua color uh black and white not brown and white perhaps and and um how the dalang or tok dalang is basically a shadow play mana kata it's light and shadow and how the theme is consistent throughout the film and how the theme is played so well with the first scene or the first shot as well as the ending shot it, it relates back and make it like a cycle of this one lampu or one bulatan of light and mm. one source of light so i yeah it's it's it can be ref- um representation of um a full cycle like you know everything's going to be okay you know it's it's i know the silver lining mm. so yeah i i i notice on this this little things and that's that's my take on it yep very good i mean i, I totally agree with you certainly the wine kulit conventions come in to actually play key mm-hmm. role in terms of how we understand the story as well i, I did make a note of that certainly apa um because the whole thing is that we kind of take it as a story even in the context of the film mm. right i watch the film i get all the way through to the end and i thought oh you need betul but then in the end it turns out to be a story in the story that is the film but mm. even within this context it feels still incredibly real um, like i said earlier some scenes for me more than a little shocking and this mm. is a, a serious issue worth bearing in mind on that note uh, the the end of the film has this particular hashtag signal for help so as it turns out there's this particular sign that you can make if you are in a video call with someone and you kind of want to show that you are 
under some kind of duress or pressure or abuse and you need help, it's a one-handed sign that somebody can use in a video call. So this is actually something that can help mm. the person to silently show they need help and want someone to check in with them in a safe way. This was launched by the Canadian Women's Foundation last year in the COVID-19 context and has now spread worldwide. So it's become a, a universal sign to show that you are in some position and need some help. And so if you see somebody use this signal for help, you should check in with them later on, perhaps, you know, after the video mm. call is done in a safe way to find out what they need and, and what they may want you to do. So it could be that they may just want you to have a chat with them to, to listen to mm. their grievances and see what's going on. It could be that they may need your help to find certain types of services, so, you know, maybe even in the worst case scenario to call the police and to kind of bring the authorities into the picture here. So I thought that this is actually also a very good way of bringing mm. more attention to this particular uh, initiative, which I personally did not know about, actually. Um, I, I know that, you know, um, cases of abuse and whatnot, mm. relationships falling apart and, 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 and all this kind of stuff in the COVID-19 context, plenty, plenty of reports of this happening um, in, in today's day and age. But I, I just wonder very briefly before we move on to the next film, whether this is something that you know about, Ezra? No, no, I don't. I don't know about this. This is, uh, yeah, mungkin. Hmm, tak tahu. I, yeah, to answer your question, no, I didn't know. So this is a, a good learning curve jugalah now that I know and uh, I can share it with my friends and family. You know, if, you know, you can do this hand sign if you're in need of help. And I know that these few weeks, kot, I've been listening to like a emergency a 911 call that that is circulating uh, online like mm. all these victims are actually calling uh, 911 ordering pizza as a sign of uh, as a macam nak minta tolong lah so ah. yeah, so that's one way of asking for help if like the uh, abuser is in close vicinity makna kata dia held hostage ke ataupun you know abuse is happening so if you call 911 and ordering pizza uh, and yeah there's a few actually that did that um, I've heard so when the 911 officer uh, pick up the phone and asking like oh are you calling and they say oh, yes uh, two pizza pepperoni please so they uh, yeah that's what I have been listening lah this past few weeks tapi macam this is good lah for signal especially Um, if you're video calling ataupun you just asking for you're in stress kapa, this is a good sign to ask for help without being noticed by the abusers. Mm. Right, very good. That's also very interesting. I did not know about that. Something to really think about. I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, nevertheless, uh, a good film um, that touches on a very serious issue, but with very good. Uh, and and product in the sense that you know it, it educated me and you about uh, this um, signal for help movement. So thanks very much uh, to the team led by Irwan Junaidi, Maizura Abbas, and Atika Muhammad Abu Bakar. We are going to move on to the final film of our episode here today, uh, which is entitled Kalam Mari Poju, 
or translated into English as Times Have Changed. Apologies, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, if I butchered that particular title, but that's me reading it as I see it. And um, yeah, we'll just have to make do for now. It is a film written and directed by uh, Kumaravarman Siva Puruma uh, with uh, sound by Saktis. Oh my goodness, I'm butchering this all over the place. With the sound by (laughs) Saktis Waswaran. So sorry. With the sound by Saktis Waswaran, uh, Shunmugam. Uh, Cinematography by Yugan Shanmugam. Music by Angaran uh, Vignaraj uh, and edited by Kumaravarman and Yugan. So, uh, you know, it's a big team of different people doing different <laughs> things, which I, I appreciate. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, Macham, there's, there's pleasure in the smaller teams doing their own things, but then, you know, you, you know, when you have more people on set, it can also be a little bit mariahala, I, I will say. Um, so, so this seems like a good team doing a lot of good work. They have produced uh, a lot of content for their YouTube channel and so basically this is a film made by SE Film and they have their own YouTube channel mm. and this film was premiered on the 5th of June 2021 thus far Eza can you guess how many views he has gotten <laughs> yes I can tell because I watch it on YouTube oh you watch it on YouTube <laughs> such, a it <laughs> such a moron such a moron Bahalo. I mean, so, yeah, if you open up, if you open up, Dewan Basa, and Pustaka, Kamus, look for the entry okay, for Bahalo. You see a picture of me there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you can reveal how many views has it gotten on the SE Film YouTube channel on since the 5th of June. This very time, it's fifty. Eh, sorry, eighty-five thousand. And 339 views. Isn't that just wonderful, so ladies and gentlemen? That's, that's a lot of support for this short film. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of good things going on here. Uh, but let's get to the synopsis first before we discuss the film in greater detail. Uh, so the film stars uh, uh, Ravin Rao Santeran as Vasudevan and Kavita Sinya as Subhadra, uh, two young uh, people in a relationship. But there's a surprise because uh, this is uh, Vasu's birthday. So he's taken the day off in the office and everything. And didn't know about girlfriend to up. I suppose pergi makan, you know, have a good time and whatnot. But then there are certain things going on here. A bit of a surprise mm-hmm. here and there from the girlfriend and also from other people. And, uh, you know, we will discuss mm-hmm. uh, some of these surprises as we go along. But first of all, Ezra, I must say this film looks incredibly ambitious and I say ambitious because I look at the credits for SE film True. it feels like macam I'm about to see this film in the cinema uh, or on Astro First or something you know um, and then the credits for the actual <laughs> title itself which takes place like maybe this film runs for about 20 minutes plus so it's probably like mm. after a third or a quarter in the film baru title the floor. It feels like the opening episode of a web series. That's that's what it feels like to me. I don't know whether this is something that you noticed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after because it came out at nine fourteen out of the whole short film, duration uh, twenty minutes and twenty eight So that's like uh, almost to the half of the film. And uh, I don't know if I did my 
my um, ignorant, but I'm not familiar with um, Tamil film cinema. So, mm. so to me, this is so um, enlightening experience. Macam, oh, kan orang sometimes say like, macam drama Tamil, Hindustan biasalah tengok, tapi Tamil tak biasa tengok. So, this is, mm. I think, an homage that the director, why am I keep saying homage, an ode? To the director. <laughs> Boleh lah. Tak apa salahnya. <laughs> tak macam. Have, you been, have you been reading Kahir <laughs> du Cinema recently or what? I've been practicing my speaking for an IELTS test. So I'm trying to implement all these big words. Alright. <laughs> so I think that's, that's one of the words that I am. How much is actually over. French, is it not? Uh, is I mean, French? I mean, it's English. I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it's not acceptable in the English lexicon. But it feels like one of these words that is not originally English. So much um, premiere. So the film premiere, the word premiere. This one, don't be able to pronounce. So premiere, homage. Um, yeah, I think so. A la carte. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's yeah. actually old French. Old French. Wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. French. Wee wee, <laughs> oui, oui, Monsieur Mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> so. How about old? I want to. Is it old? Better terms and old. I think it's oh. it's, it's it's an English as well. I mean, it's an English uh. term as well. But again, very possibly Latin, Spanish. I don't know. I'm talking. Okay. I'm talking a lot of rubbish here. We've established that I'm a bahlo, so I, I sh- you shouldn't really take my word at face value. Okay, let's see. Omach. I think Omach means. Uh, so yeah, I, you're right. Yeah. Because yeah. I I I saw I after watching the film, I googled a bit. Um, about Kumar okay. Kumara Barman so I googled Kumara Barman and uh, because and then saw his IG page and hmm. he's um, currently studying or class of 2021 or 2022 of the MMU Cinematics um, students um, so ah. yeah when I see MMU I feel like myself, oh okay good quality stuff yeah that's <laughs> and, right yeah, I I always have a I always find that MMU from MMU stud, cinematic students are cinematic. Are like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are very like, cinematic, right? Cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> betul. Yeah. That's cinematic betul betul. Tapi I didn't think it that way. Betul. Oh, cinematics definitely and and um yeah they they're producing good quality stud not not student level stuff at all. So I feel like macam yeah I always. I don't know. It's always this. It's so envy. I feel like, macam, hmm, not bad, not bad. Macam tu lah. They're 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 out there, out and about. Like I follow a few of their ex students now making films and met a few of them. So, yeah. So this is like from a good, because you know that MMU produces great filmmakers. Or mm. majority of the filmmakers are out there. <clears throat> I think Adam so, Zainal is from there, right? Yes, Adam Zainal. Uh, Chantek Kwan. Oh, yes. These two, uh, these two filmmakers that I remember. Mm. As well as Fikri Zamri. Fikri Zamri. Oh my goodness. I thought I for a moment. Did I go there? <laughs> <laughs> as well as Fikri. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, Fikri Zamri. Because he did his um, diploma in... Uh, UITM mm. I was like not sure whether he's one of your students or not and then for a degree he so. went to MMU 
So mm. and then yeah, he's a striving um YouTuber and one of his film when like the same batch as Zainal Adam Zainal and uh, I can't remember the other Chantek one. one. Chantek one, yes. Yeah, and no, just you just think this way. You watch his film and you think, wow. Your film, ah, cantik one, ah. That's that's how you remember that his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, okay, coming back to. <laughs> coming back to this. Sorry, coming back to uh, Kumaro Varman's mm. film. I think because of uh, the, I know I find it very fresh to watch a Tamil film, mm. uh, and all my stereotypical understanding of it. Um, is now portrayed on screen. I feel like with some oh, there's a lot of good things in this in this film. Well made, a lot of drama, uh, mm. and and a lot of um dramatization technique that I usually see in. Is it soap soap opera? God, tapi macam yeah. dramatization of macam Indonesian punya sinetron yang macam tun tun tun. So. <laughs> So it's it 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 present throughout the film and I like how uh, it opens the film with like portraying this heroic uh, heroic character in his boxer and introducing uh, mm. to Gajit say himself to Gajit. Yeah, like, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, wow, is this like the PG again? And then. Like how they subtly introduce him, perhaps as an contractor or architect or engineer with a white apa nama topi construction tu, <coughs> and uh, talking about work, uh, talking about files and uh, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of cinematic language is there, and I like how. Also throughout the film, other this little little um, notes towards uh, how every uh, other this kepochi auntie yang macam jumpa you dekat tengah jalan tiba-tiba um, mm. call your parents and how um, uh, yang as a <laughs> typical classic Malaysian macam walaupun you tak pakai baju lagi you say you on the way. Instead of telling the truth, macam like, oh, tak siap lagi. <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah. those are little moments. And and I one thing I really, really like, macam, like, I sense that it's, I don't know whether it was shot this way or not, but I sense that it's a long, there's one long shot in the car. Yeah, the actor just um <clears throat> brings the story, just the two of them, for mm. and, and through, through the conversations, to through their conversation. Um, it's it's just one long shot of uh, mm. talking to each other. So I I I was in tune and I pay attention and on that scene. So that's yeah, right. I think it's successful. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Certainly, the shots in the car. Um, they they really. Uh, it was actually fairly well done. Yeah, I, I kind of want to point out the editing because mm. you meant you mentioned much of the the bit where he lied to the girl there was a build up to him mm-hmm. actually answering the phone call if you remember and um, and so they did this they did a good job of kind of increasing the pace of the editing you know putting in a lot of different shots and and really making it seem a little bit more tense than it might have been otherwise 
Mm-hmm. So, so they're really good at this. Uh, the editing, uh, just look at my notes again, is done by Kumaravarman and Yugan. So, mm-hmm. I think they did a good job of building things up, um, not just in in that scene with the uh, apa yang dikata dia on the on the way kan, um, but also <laughs> when when the girl is first introduced, you know, close up shots of the bag, apa close up of her hair. Um, being pulled back behind the ears, the music. So, betul-betul really build up the girl, <laughs> macam yeah. make it seem like she's really like a special person. And and so that was Mm-mm. very impressive. There were also match cuts. You know, the car was moving, but then they they match cut a number of times where the car is actually in, di- in a different location. Um, ah yes. But actually, there's there's oh, this yeah, kind of I, montage I that. That, that kind of works very well in that context as well. Mm-hmm. So, so in terms of the editing, there's a lot, and 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 the cinematography as well. There's a lot that I hmm. think is uh, worthwhile. Itu suara polis nak datang ke rumah juga. Ah, story of my life living next to a highway. Oh, okay. So. Either that or they're coming to look for you because we talked about uh, chili powder and thinner last oh week. Oh my god! Turn, turn, turn. I'll call up Anna and find out whether we have any tips to, to get out of police custody. Um, anyways, come back to the film. Uh, and there's another element as well, the radio. So the start of the film, you see this yes. old school Iowa radio yang, I think if you go to your grandparents' house, your grandparents' house, it's like this old radio that people tend to listen to and, and have and whatnot, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. Not that old school, but still, you know, an old radio all the same. But I find it interesting how the director decided to work with the DJ and the music as much oh, as the yes. director's voice. So much as there's part, there are parts when there's a comment on the Malaysian Tamil industry, and then there are parts <laughs> when, uh, apa, uh, siapa Vasu, yeah? Vasu is switching the the mm. radio stations, but then it feels like the the songs are just all about the same thing, kan? You know, much yeah, yeah. when you are going through certain moments in life. And it feels like even the radio knows. So I think it's it's quite funny, lah. <laughs> I think you know, you you are you, you just got dumped, and then the radio is playing a song, which I'm you know a, a, a heartbreak kind of song. So sometimes it, the radio knows. So it feels like in this case the radio absolutely knows, and I just find that to be funny. That's all. So. Apa ya five minutes of pleasure, but sekarang dah datang sakitnya. I think that's that's like a bit of that juga lah. Um, because ladies and gentlemen, the heart of the matter here is uh, the fact that uh, Vasu's girlfriend um, Subathira is actually pregnant. Um, oh no! So that is something that he found out on his birthday, and and you know all sorts of stuff is happening and whatnot. Um, so I, I feel that uh, this was actually hinted at. It was very cleverly done. Uh, first of all, the vomiting, and then later on, there's the the part where the duduk at belakang. I don't know why they duduk at belakang actually. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think about that? Hey, but you might have to okay. This about pandemic. Ni tak ada duduk sebelah sebelah ko. Initial reaction, my God, I'm so involved in this pandemic. Oh, so like, yeah, I think that was my initial reaction. I said, oh, okay, so then I go SOP. <laughs> hmm. So, so I think probably they don't wanna, they don't wanna, like, I think ada, ada one of the uh, MCO when just only like 
1% ke allow and but if you're on a grab or a public transport boleh so hmm. i in my head i relate directly to that masa oh ni sebab pandemic kot and hmm. then uh, <coughs> now that you pointed out i think it's for shadow yang she's pregnant and she's hormonal perhaps so hmm that's a good point yeah, yeah. That's 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 why I. Tapi memang the first reaction was ni ikut SOP ni. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so there is that surprise, and then there were other surprises in in other parts of the film. I feel like I kind of want to ex- talk about them a bit more, but it feels mm. like it's kind of giving away a lot of other things that yep. maybe the filmmaking team would prefer to keep a surprise um, for the potential viewers they might get from our respective listeners. Um, I think my, my final take on the film is essentially that um, it's actually quite enjoyable in many respects. There are a lot of fine sequences here that, you know, some of which I talked about mm. earlier. Tapi rasa macam ada banyak idea masukkan lah. Even though the, the, the running time is about 20 minutes plus, it feels like mm. banyak yang diadakan at times towards the end tu rasa macam diadakan sebab untuk diadakan um, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is I feel like there's a lot of twists and turns in the story that perhaps I I am not familiar lah as you say with the genre um, of, mm. of Tamil short films in Malaysia <clears throat> um, and then there are some bits that's also comedic some bits that's actually dramatic some bits that's actually quite <laughs> emotional so macam some there are changes here and there but it made me feel like I'm unsure how to really react at times so again yeah. this might be my personal preference tapi macam the scene when when it was revealed that she uh, uh, apa? Uh, that she's pregnant it felt macam it's like a comedy and then there's like some of the sound effects or some something on the on the soundtrack that sounds like it's mm. a bit of a comedy film so then that's fine but then Later on, it changes into something else as well. So I feel like I'm being pulled in different directions, and that's mm-hmm. not really something that I personally like lah, when I watch a film. I would prefer, personally, a more singular or, or unitary direction that we are heading mm-hmm. in emotionally. Um, but Ezra, of course, feel free to disagree with me. What do you think? Uh, I think this is um, also a type of genre perhaps um like so a lot of things in one term so mm. i didn't find it this distracting couple if i find right. this film <clears throat> macam it kind of like uh made to be felt that way makna kata it was made with this set i don't think it's caca marba but it's a lot of things um, that being put in the film macam mm. you kind of have to uh, like macam the filmmakers perhaps want to just you to feel everything at one time so uh, mm. yeah this is like macam macam masakan lah ada macam-macam rempah so nak, nak rasa semua a little bit of everything I think that's a I wanna feel. I wanna. I wanna um, think that it's a conscious uh, decision that the filmmaker make. Mm. But I don't know. I don't know. Ah, uh, so that's what I feel. 
Okay, fair enough. No problems. I I can see where you're coming from as well, especially when you talk about the rempah and masakan. Now I'm thinking, what shall I have for dinner? <laughs> Nasi kandarafi, maybe. <laughs> Oh my hmm. goodness. Penang. Hey, we talked we, we talked about you getting Nasi kandar Rafi, Zak. Tell me about it. Oh, I it's just nasi, to be honest, it's just nasi kandar. Uh, <laughs> but I just like it because it's very but near. Is it in near your area? It is. It is oh. very much near my area. Yeah. So, so that's why there's another reason lah sebab senang nak pergi kan. Um kalau kapitan atau kasim Mustafa tu macam you got to drive out a bit lah. Now that I live in Penang. I must say, uh, I must say, <laughs> if you drive for 10 minutes pun, rasa macam dah jauh sangat. To be honest with you. Kalau kat KL, <laughs> macam setengah jam, uh, dekat je, yeah, you know. Um, but in Penang, it's a totally different beast altogether. Oh and I'm loving true, it. <laughs> true, true. So true. Indeed. So, yeah. So, when you said that now, I'm thinking about, hmm, what shall I eat? But never mind. It's all good. Well, I'll decide on that later. Uh, I think for now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, well, let's, I think we've covered everything that we need to cover for today's uh, session. Some good films here, Ezra. Um, True. Uh, yeah, some some nice films that we watch, And these are, of course, again, just some of the selections that we have deliberately chosen um, to fit what it is that we have available on our website. Um, there are plenty of other selections out there. Um, not sure how you're going to get the chance to watch all of them because today is when the festival ends but whatever it is um, at the time of recording we don't know who is winning what but uh, all the same congratulations to all the films selected Yay. for this particular festival uh, quite a number of good ones that I've seen and um, wishing all of you the very best of good luck not just for tonight but also for your future endeavors so yeah that's that Ezra anymore for anymore I think that's pretty much it and yeah thank you for choosing the film it's a nice combination of different genre and feel Malaysian made film or mm. at least because if I'm mistaken they tulis kat sini uh, it, the film is at, at least made by one uh, Malaysian in the crew so but I feel like all of them are Malaysian but So mm. yeah, I think it's it's good. It's it's definitely three very good films, and they deserve to be um, selected. And yeah, all the best. Indeed. All right, that's it for today. Say goodbye, Esa. Goodbye, one. Take care. <laughs> and it's a goodbye from me. Bye bye.